Good evening, good evening, my brothers and sisters in Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made. We are rejoicing and we are exceedingly glad. The Bible says, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Why? Because God is great and he is so greatly to be praised. So glad that you are with us this evening and joining uh, in sharing this evening with us as we enter into another day of studying uh, the blessed and holy word of God. Uh, glad that you are in the house with us. Let's see, who do we have with us? Sister Cherie Williams, God bless you. Good to see you this evening. Betty Palmer, God bless you. Anita Shaw, amen. God bless you. Good to see you. Mother Curry is with us, amen. Sister Andrews, Florence Andrews, God bless you. Ruth Ann Wilson, God bless you. Good to see you. Gilda Crawford, amen. Good to see you. Brother Stevenson, God bless you. Brother in the Delta, Loretta Epps, Good to see you, Sister Epps. Barbara Hurd is with us. You all go ahead and share this with your neighbors and your friends as we continue to greet our neighbor, our brothers and sisters who are in the house with us. Share this. Let them know that you're watching K-Chapel live uh, with our Bible study on tonight. I see you all are in the house. Looks like you all are ready, uh, ready to get in this word tonight. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and greet your brothers and sisters. Good evening, Kate Chapel. Mary Burks is with us. Pauline Henderson is with us. Uh, Aunt Sister Mother Sexton is with us. Amen. Amen. Hobson, God bless you. God's chosen child. Amen. Uh, amen. You are chosen of the Lord. Josephine uh, Bronson, God bless you. Amen. We're still praying for you, Sister Bronson. Uh, Sister Butler, God bless you. And thank you, Sister Butler, for your help on this afternoon, on this this morning and this afternoon. Virgie Butler, God bless you. Good to see you. Kanita Kitchen, amen. God bless you. You all are in the house, ready to get into this word. Listen, 
as we get started tonight, I want you to think about, I want you to think about, we're talking about faith tonight, and I want you to think about um, who is a person uh, that that you uh, maybe grew up watching, uh, someone who stood out for you or who has over the years stood out for you um, as a person of faith. And I'd I, I, I prefer if it was someone uh, who maybe you, you grew up admiring uh, because of their faith. Uh, someone who you uh, perhaps their faith led you into your growth of your own faith. Uh, as you watch them, as you observe them. I want you to think about who that person is. And you don't have to put it in the chat right now, but I want you to think about who that person is. All right, who is a person who you admired, who you watched, um, who who inspired your own faith, okay? I want you to think about who is that person, amen. Who is that person or that example of faith in your own life, all right? All right, listen, let's have a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you tonight. Thank you that you are the able God. Thank you, Lord, that you are with us and stay with us. Father, I pray now that as we open up the study of your word, that you would open up our minds and we would receive what you have for us on this night. God, you know what we stand in need of. You know where our hearts ache. You know where our minds wrestle. Lord, we pray that you give us revelation and inspiration. God, as you open your word of light in, in our hearts, we pray, God, that you would reveal your blessed will. Pray, oh God, that your Holy Spirit would direct us in your perfect truth. God, that you would leave us having known that we have experienced you on this night when we leave from this place that we will know that we have experienced you we have experienced your power and your presence on this night granted oh god in the mighty and matchless name of jesus our lord and our savior and our christ we pray amen and amen amen god bless you all right all right you heard the question the question was who is a person a person perhaps that you grew up watching, uh, who served as an example of faith. You watched their, their faith life. Uh, you gleaned from uh, how they lived, what they did, how they prayed, whatever it was that, that spoke to you and inspired your own faith journey. I want you to go ahead and put some of those names in and let's see. Who are the persons or the people of faith, people who inspired your faith life? Let's get some of those answers in. We got some answers. Um, Sister Peggy Howard says, Mrs. Ann Alexander and Miss Edith Cotter inspired me and still do. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Howard. Yes, yeah, Sister Edith Cotter and Alexander. Amen. Wonderful, wonderful people of faith. Amen. Amen. Any other answers? Who are some? Who are some people who inspired your faith? David Stevenson, my uncle Derek Jackson, 
inspire you. Derek Jackson, who is uh, executive director of our Sunday School Publishing Board uh, in in Nashville, Miss Nashville, Nashville, Mississippi, Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you, Brother Stevenson. Thank you for that. Amen. Who are some of the people who inspire you? Loretta Epp says, Grandmother Lily White Hibbler. All right. All right. Big ups for Grandma. Amen. Amen. I know grandmothers did it, didn't they? I mean, we we always we always sing songs about grandmas and all that, but it's so true. Grandmothers, I mean, they just they just did it for us in so many ways. Janice Mitchell says, My mother. She was a giver. All right. All right. A giver, a heart to give that inspired your faith. People who inspired your faith, people who you looked up to as examples of faith. Let's get some more answers here. Uh, Lucille Green says, I watched several persons, my mom, Mother Lucille Rhodes, Brother Willie Wright. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Lucille Rhodes and Willie Wright. Amen. Dolores Williams, Mrs. Corrine D. Evans, my grandmother. Hey, there's another grandmother. Amen. I promise you, grandmothers just did it, didn't they? I mean, they did so much, did so much uh, with seemingly so little. Linda Stewart, my grandmother, <laughs> Betty Simpson, and my aunt, Maple, Maple Davis. All right. All right. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Derek Jackson, we got that one from David Stevenson. Amen. Your uncle, David. Uh, let's see. Dorothy E. Hampton and uh, Ethel May Hampton, I guess it is. Ethel May Hampton. Uh, that's from King Lemuel. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing the name. Productions. But I see Dorothy, uh, Dorothy Hampton and Ethel May Hampton. All right. Lisa Green says, my dad, Deacon William Ford. Let's hear it for the dads. <laughs> All right. Thank God for dads of faith, men of faith. Gwendolyn Brown says, Reverend James Black, my grandfather, Gwendolyn Brown. Amen. Here for the grand. We always give tribute to the grandmothers and the grand and, and the grandmothers and the mothers. Thank God for the grandfathers and the fathers. Amen. Amen. People of faith, who inspired you on your faith walk? One of my youth directors and mentors, Cheryl Slaughter, rest in heaven. All right. Thank God for youth directors. I saw Sister Burks was on earlier, one of our uh, youth directors. God bless you. Thank God for youth directors who just poured into us. I thank God. I remember uh, growing up in this church and we had some awesome youth directors who did just that. Uh, and their faith walks. Uh, they were they were people, um, and I remember so many of our of our retreats that we would have. We would go to different places, um, and and we had the kind of youth directors that would that would really just lay it down, right? But they would also they would also be transparent enough that we could relate to them, and that was that was such a blessing growing up. Uh, such a blessing, such as Shirley Harrington. Reverend Harrington says, uh, Deacon Harrington, school teachers inspired. Shirley and Jerome listening. All right. School teachers inspired. All right. Deacon Harrington. Yeah. Another dad. Another dad. Rita Johnson, my mom, Flora Johnson. She's 93. Raised 14 kids plus my nephew. Amen. True meaning of single parent. Nobody but Jesus. Bless the Lord. 93 years old and raised 14 kids plus my nephew. 
and she did it by faith, somebody. I, I hear you, Rita Johnson. Nothing but faith, nothing but faith. Listen, I'm so glad that we can look in, in our own life journey, our own faith journeys, and see people and recognize the role that they played in our own faith development. What a blessing it is that God gives us individuals who oftentimes don't even know the role that they're playing or don't even know what they're doing for us in modeling faith. Oftentimes, they're just, they're just living life trying to be godly people. You know, they're not looking for recognition. They're not looking to be anybody's um, pattern or model. But oftentimes that's the way it works out, that they end up modeling for us what faith looks like, what faith sounds like, how faith responds in moments of crisis, what faith does in challenging situations. Thank God for people of faith who have been who have been examples that we could follow. They've demonstrated it. They lived it. And even today we draw from the well of their faith. I mean really think about it. There are people right now today who are gone on resting in heaven, like, like Erica said, and yet their examples, their models, how they lived life still speaks to us, still challenges us. And every now and then, if they were, if they were close to us, we can hear their voice challenging us of what to do and how to do. And we remember their examples. Hebrews chapter 11, which is, what we preach from on this past Sunday. Hebrews chapter 11 really serves as that kind of chronicling of examples of faith. We, 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 we touched on several of them um, just on the surface really though. On Sunday. I want to, though, maybe review that just a little bit deep, a little more deeply. Hebrews chapter 11. You know how it begins. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And we said of that on Sunday that real faith has real implications. Real faith acts in real demonstrative ways. Real faith has tangible results. It is the substance of hopes, the evidence of things not seen. So real faith leaves evidence and proof behind. And, 
And I, I, I said on Sunday, you know, if we claim to be a community of faith, if we claim to be a people of faith, then it's not enough for us to simply say it. We've got to show it. Because faith has substance and it has evidence. There's proof in what we're in what we're professing. There must be proof to what we're professing. Faith is a substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Here's a, here's the verse I want to get to. Verse verse uh, three. For by it, by faith, I'm sorry. Uh, verse two, I'm sorry. Oh, you know what? Let's uh, da, 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 da. I'm not sure. what what version is that? I'm I'm. Let's look at. Let's do King. Is that King James? If that's King James, I'm sorry. And you may have. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, TA. That's my that's that's my fault. Thank you. That's what I'm looking for. For by the uh, that's it. That's it. Um, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Verse two. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Verse two is what I want to start at. I want to start looking at right there. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. By faith, the elders. That, that's why I started out by asking the question, who are the people who served as examples for you in terms of a faith life, what faith looks like. The writer of Hebrews says, by faith, the elders gain good report. By faith. You, um, the reason these people come to our minds right now is because their faith life was so stellar. Their faith lives were so remarkable. It allowed them to believe for what they could not see. It allowed them to give for what was just being talked about as a vision for something they could build. It allowed them to forgive. Faith allows you to forgive people, you know. Particularly when you have to do it over and over and over again. Because every time you forgive, you're hoping, faith is the evidence, substance of things hoped for, when you forgive, you're hoping that it won't happen again. You're hoping that the individual will learn from what they did and, and do better next time. And so you're forgiving because you're hoping that the relationship will be better. So it takes faith to forgive. It takes faith to believe. It takes faith to give. 
and when we look at all of these people who who just when we go back in our mind and and all of these grandmothers and grandfathers, all of these figures uh, who served as deacons or mothers in the church or or, or just good members, Sunday school teachers, uh, whatever role it was, they are that for us because we saw something in them. We saw something about how they responded to life, how they reacted to people, how they related to people and and how they lived their lives. And it caused them to have a good report such that when we even speak their names now, though they were flawed people, all we really think about is the good they did. Right? All of them were flawed. All of them had had issues. None of them were, were perfect. But because of their faith, all we remember is what they poured into us. That's, that's, that's what's at the forefront of our, of our minds. The way that they helped to mold us and shape us and encourage us when we were broken and lift us when we were desperate and pray for us when we were confused and frustrated. That's the stuff that we remember. And it's by faith that they gained a good report. Their faith, faith to live, a life that was encouraging. So the writer says, by faith, they obtained a good report. The elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which were seen, which are seen were not made of things which do appear. It's by faith. The writer now goes to creation. He says, listen, we understand that it was it was by faith, God speaking the world into existence and framing the world with his word such that things that did not exist came into being even though they did not yet appear. God said, let there be light when there was no light. Are you hearing me? That's what faith does. Faith looks at stuff that does not exist and says, let there be. My God, I'm about to preach all by myself. Faith looks at things that's, that do not exist and says, let there be. Faith looks at chaotic situations and says, let there be peace. Faith looks at, at lack and says, let there be plenty. Faith looks at, at, at deficits and says, let us have enough. Because it believes that even in the deficit, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches. That's what faith does. Faith can look at, at a bank account that doesn't have much in it and by faith believe that when, when I need when I need this, when I need to make this payment, that somehow God, God is going to make this happen for me. God is going to give me what I need. God is going to bring somebody my way. <laughs> and listen, don't tell me it doesn't happen because some of you out there knows that that happens because it happened to you. 
people put money in your hands right in the nick of time. Come on, somebody. Somebody put something in the mail that came, that showed up right on time. You didn't even know it was coming. Do, do I have two or three witnesses? And that's faith. Faith looks at what does not exist and declares it shall be by faith. My God shall supply all my need. How do you know it's going to happen? I believe it. By faith. Amen. Uh, let's see. Verse now. Look with me at, at verse four, I believe it is. By faith, it says Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. Stop right there. Look at that for a second. Stay right there. By faith, Abel, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. These are the two brothers, right? Adam and Eve have sons, right? So by faith, Abel offers unto God a more excellent sacrifice than his brother Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts. We've oftentimes wondered what what, what is it that God, and if you can keep that, that scripture, what is it that God um, saw with Abel? What is it that God saw with Abel's offering that, that made it acceptable and Cain's unacceptable? We don't know what the gift was. There's, there's been conjecture about one being uh, a shepherd or keeper of the livestock, another keep being a, a farmer or a keeper of the grain, the crops. But God being God who creates all things, I don't believe it was necessarily what each of them gave as much as it was how each of them gave. One gives and gives in such a way that, that it is a gift from the heart. Another gives and it's much more a gift of the head. It's a gift that's calculating. It's a gift, it's a gift that that is very rigid in its giving. It has no heart or spirit behind it. It's, it's watch this, it's just what you told me to give God and nothing more, and maybe a little bit less, right? And so God looks at Abel's offering and accepts it, looks at Cain's offering and rejects it. And you remember what happens? Cain gets angry with his brother Abel and murders him. This is the first murder, the first killing in the Bible takes place between brothers. But look at what this says. It says, and by it, he being dead, yet speaketh. Talking about Abel. Though Abel is dead, even right now, he yet speaks. And what is the message? It is a message of giving that is done by faith, giving that is done by the heart and not the head. And though he is dead, he yet still speaks this message to us that when we offer to God, we ought to offer from our hearts. When we give unto God, we ought to give not 
not calculating, but we ought to give liberally, cheerfully, for the Lord loves a what? Cheerful giver. Are you hearing me? Yeah, it's, 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 and so even though, and, and, and this is what I said, this is what I started out with. Even people who are resting in heaven right now, don't they yet still speak to us? Their examples still speak to us. How they lived, what they modeled, what they taught us right now still speaks to us to this day. People, people who have aged and, and, and perhaps they aren't as active as, as they used to be, yet you remember when they were and what they did and how they, you remember their example in the church, you remember their example in the community, you remember how they, they, they you remember their example in their relationships with their, their husband or their wife. It yet speaks to us right now because you think about them and you think, man, I'm missing the mark when it comes to that couple. I'm missing the mark when it comes to how that man treated his wife or how that wife treated her husband. They yet speak to us. Do you have anybody like that who speaks to you even right now? Yeah, by faith, Abel being dead yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God by faith. By faith, Enoch does not even see death. God, the Bible says in, in, in the book of Genesis, it, it says, and the Lord took him and God took him. Suggesting that, that he didn't even die, but that God just translated him right uh, from earth into heaven. And he did it because his testimony was that he pleased God. Now, here it is. Watch this. Look at verse six. I want you to get this in your heart. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Here's what, here's what the writer says. Here's what the word of God says. And here is what I believe the elders, those people who, who are our examples, say to us. That if we're going to be pleasing to the Lord, we got to have faith. Not only do we have to have faith, but we have to walk by faith and we have to live by faith. And listen, I will be the first to tell you it's not always easy living by faith. That can be a challenge, y'all. I mean, when, when, when you're looking at situations or when you're in situations and you feel the pressure of that moment, you feel the, the struggle or the challenge 
and you know what your faith would have you do, you know how faith would have you respond. But you can't help but see what's in front of you. Because what's in front of you isn't pretty. What's in front of you is scary. And I know I got some super Christians on the line right now. You're never scared of anything. But for the four or five of us who will admit, there's some times when we look at stuff. And it's just scary. I know God hadn't given us a spirit of fear. But that doesn't mean that I don't feel afraid sometimes. It just means I don't live in it. But I know what it feels like to be afraid. I know what it feels like to be looking at something and and wondering how it's going to turn out. And you super Christians out there who act like you never get afraid of anything, you do too. Yeah. Hmm. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. What that means is this. is that we are going, life is going to present to us situations, issues, conditions, sickness, lack, loss, depression, desperation, Life is going to life is going to take us on all of those roads. Lead us through all of those valleys. The question is, will you walk through it with faith? Here, here is here is. Here's an example. Of what faith looks like in desperate moments. The Bible talks about a woman, Syrophoenician woman, the Bible calls her, which means that she was not a Jew, but she came to Jesus one day and she comes because her daughter is ill. Daughter is sick to the point of death. She comes to Jesus asking for the Lord to heal her daughter. This Syrophoenician woman, Jesus is a Jew. And there really is a cultural battle and a cultural gulf between the two. And Jesus brings it up when he says to her, is it right for um, us to take bread and give it 
to the dogs. And she responds saying, yes, Lord, but even the dogs get the crumbs from the table. And when she responds like that, Jesus responds to her saying, I have not seen so great a faith in all of Israel. This woman is desperate for Jesus to heal her daughter. So desperate that she's willing to cross cultural boundaries. So desperate that she's willing to do something that was not culturally appropriate. So desperate that she was even willing to take the swipe that might have put a lot of us off and respond in such a way that, that Jesus had to commend her faith. She responds in such a way that Jesus looks at her and says, what I just said would have messed a whole lot of folk up. They would have turned around and said, I don't want to have nothing to do with him. But you pressed in even further. I've not seen so great a faith in all of Israel, he says. And he heals that Syrophoenician woman's daughter. What is the point I'm making? The point is this. That faith, y'all, faith doesn't give up in desperate moments. Faith leans in and faith pushes through. I'm not telling you it's not going to be hard. I'm not telling you you're not going to feel like sometimes not going on. But by faith, by faith, we believe that God is walking with us. By faith, we believe the Bible is true. No weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. By faith, we believe that by his stripes, we are healed. By faith, we believe that the prayers of the righteous avail much. By faith, are you hearing me? Yes, you will be challenged. Yes, you will be pushed. Yes, you will feel desperate, depressed, jaded, just frustrated. All of those emotions will come into play when life hands you a raw deal. When life gives you stuff that you didn't, you didn't sign up for. And it's in those moments that you've got to go back to what the elders showed you. How did they deal with challenges? They cried. They wept. They mourned. But by faith, 
they walked. They walked through that valley. They scaled that mountain. Or some of them dared to move it by faith. What are you saying, preacher? I'm saying to you, I'm saying to you, beloved, that whatever situation you're in, whatever, whatever, whatever you're about to face or are facing, that we can preach about faith, we can sing about faith, we can teach on faith, we can pray for more faith. But at some point, we've got to walk by faith. We got to walk by it. And that means, listen to me, that means walking by faith is recognizing you may not know how it's going to turn out. But you keep walking. You may be nervous, afraid about what you see up ahead and what it looks like and what you think might be about to happen. But by faith, you don't stop walking. You don't stop believing. You don't stop praying. And I don't know who this is for tonight, but. I feel in my spirit that somebody needs to hear to keep living by faith, to keep going by faith. I know you're in some stuff that you didn't know you would be in or you're about to be in some storms you didn't know you were about to go through, but you see it on the horizon. My brother, my sister, I'm speaking to you tonight. You will get through what you're going through by faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. That means that, that, that though it's bad, you are still hoping for brighter days. Though it's not good, you're believing that trouble don't last always by faith. Though you are crying yourself to sleep right now with tear-stained eyes, you're believing that weeping may endure for the night, but by faith, joy is coming in the morning. By faith. By faith. By faith, somebody. So I'm challenging you and I'm charging you tonight. I'm not going to even get to the rest of my Bible study because I feel the anointing of the Lord. By faith, by faith, go through what you're going through. By faith, deal with that sickness. By faith, deal with that disease. By faith, deal with that situation that met you at the house that 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 turned your whole house into something that you never thought would be that by faith you can deal with it you can manage it because the elders did it grandmama did it granddaddy did it mama and daddy showed you how deacon so and so mother so and so 
And they're the cloud of witnesses in heaven who are watching you right now and who are rooting for you and who are encouraging you. By faith, you can and you will get through this. By faith. By faith. I want you to walk in that, beloved. I want you to embrace that. And I want you to believe. I want you to believe that everything that you read in the word of God is true. I want you to believe the report of the elders because they told you some stuff a long time ago. The elders used to report to you. They say the Lord will make a way somehow. I wish I had a witness in here. They, they, that, that just meant, listen, I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know when he's going to do it. I don't know how he's going to do it. But the Lord will make a way somehow. I need you to believe the report of the elders. Yeah. I need you to believe the report of the elders. They, they told you. They told you already. They told you already. Trust and obey. Good God Almighty. They told you already. Hold to his hands. God's unchanging hand. They, they told you already leaning on the everlasting arm. They told you already, God will never leave you nor forsake you. I need you to believe that report and walk by faith. I'm done y'all, but my soul is happy. Walk by faith, stand by faith, pray on in faith, preach on in faith, live on in faith. Stand up in faith. Face what you're going through by faith. Fight your fight in faith. Say what you have to say by faith. My God, I feel the anointing in this place. And God, God, God will do what he said he would do. That's what Hebrews 11 is all about. It's showing you that when the people of faith walked by faith and did what they were supposed to do, that God came through on his, on his end. God did everything that he promised. That's what Hebrews 11, 11 is about. That the promises of God are yea and amen. I'm done, y'all. I keep saying that, but I'm, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I'm going to let that be it for tonight. Bless y'all. Bless y'all. Bless y'all. Y'all walk on by faith. Walk on by faith. God bless you. I'm sorry if I'm sounding like a broken record tonight, but I feel that in my spirit, somebody needs to hear that tonight. Walk on by, don't you give up. Uh-uh, don't you give up. Don't you do that. The elders expect more. God expects more. And you can give more because it's inside of you. It's right there. Tap into it. Tap into it. Live by it. Walk by it. Walk on by faith. Amen. God bless you. God bless you tonight. Listen, love you all. Love you all. We're going to get out a little bit early tonight. I hope that's all right. Maybe I'll keep you longer next week. How about that? All right. <laughs> bless you all. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Let me pray with you all. Father, in the name of Jesus. How grateful we are for the gift and the measure of faith. You are so good to us. You bless us 
with every good and perfect gift which comes from the Father above. Lord, we thank you for the gift of faith, the measure that you've given to each of us. I pray now, God, that the brothers and the sisters who are watching tonight, for every issue we face, that we would respond in and by faith. Faith to believe that you are with us. Faith to know that you will never leave us nor forsake us. Faith to understand that you will supply all of our need according to your riches. Give us faith to accept your will to be done in our lives. Give us faith to know that as we go, we don't go by ourselves. And we pray, God, that our lives will be an example for others coming after us. That as the elders showed their faith, we would show ours to future generations. Bless us now. I'm praying for the sick, those who are diagnosed and those who are newly diagnosed and those who have yet to receive a diagnosis. God, I pray that in all circumstances, our response will be that of faith. That we will look unto you knowing that our strength and our help comes from you, O oh God. We pray for healing now. Believing, oh God, that you are still healing us. You still have all power in heaven and earth in your hands. So God, we pray for miraculous manifestation of your healing power in our lives. Touch now in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless us, Lord, as we go from this place to be a blessing unto others. We ask it in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen and amen. God bless you all. God bless you all. We love you all and we will see you soon. God bless. Good night.